Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Wednesday, March 22nd in the year 2023. Whew. Loving it already. Can just feel the power of the Holy Spirit settling in. We're going to have a great show today. Can hardly wait. But before we begin, we want to make sure that you're taking good care of your home, protecting your family, ready for those demons. And no better way to do that than to get some big frickin' lasers. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. There you go. Something to practice at home. I'll tell you, if I was doing this, this is just me. Not that I would do this. But it would just seem entertaining to put up a picture of Poopy Joe on the wall and just see how that laser target system worked. Of course, that's just practice. I want to make clear. I wouldn't do anything like that ever. But that would be interesting. Next thing you're going to hear this. It's going to be the Secret Service. Mr. Kesterson, are you bards? Oh, yes. Uh, we understand that you're talking about a laser on Joe Biden's picture. Yes, I am. And my cat was chasing it as well, so don't worry. But it's all good, patriots, because we love our president, don't we? <laughs> and especially Garlando Bruno. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland has announced something. They just He wants to let everybody know that they're going to arrest another 1,000 J6 protesters. 1,000 J6 people. Yeah, there's nothing like tyranny when it comes to your door. Just makes you feel so warm and cuddly and makes you think about that concrete cell and a bunk and a toilet. That's what it does every time. I'll tell you. Unbelievable. But if that doesn't get crazier, watch this one. Now, this is the one that everybody should be paying attention to because just when you thought things got crazy, how about this? The Israeli Knesset, two members of the Israeli Knesset, have put forth legislation to outlaw the speaking of the word of Jesus. Uh, yeah, I did say that. And here's a report on it. Take a listen. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, everyone. A big story just before, uh, days before Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and Easter. Sacred time for Christians. Two ultra-Orthodox members of Prime Minister Netanyahu's coalition have introduced a bill that would punish believers for sharing the gospel of Jesus with prison time. United Torah Judaism Knesset members Moshe Gaffney and Yaakov Asher introduced legislation last week, making it illegal to share in conversation or produce content online, in print, or by mail. Their explanation of the bill emphasizes a warning to stop Christians in particular. The punishment, one year in prison or two years for sharing with someone under the age of 18. And here's the deal. California's got the same type of measure up that's going to ban the Bible in California. <laughs> Whatever. But, you know, the thing is, and I've said this before because I know this always gets people's panties in a wad, and I'm not trying to do that, but here's the deal. 
Israel as a nation state is run by the cabal. Just get it clear. I mean, they forced 90 plus percent of the people in Israel are now injected. Okay. So if you're, when people say, well, pray for Israel, it's like, no, I'm not praying for the nation state. I've told you that before, not doing it. Now, for the people, God's children, oh, you bet you, man. I'll pray for God's children any day. And for certain sacred sites that are out there, mm-hmm, no problem. But not the nation state. That nation state as we know it was set up by the Rothschilds. But here's the trap they're setting up. And I'm warning you because they're, they're going to try to get everybody to hate the Jewish people. It's coming. And I'm not falling for it, just so you know. And what they're going to do is they're going to build the third temple and then they're going to start sacrificing tons of animals and the blood's going to be pouring down the steps and they're going to feature the, the photos of that and everybody's going to get pissed off and PETA's going to go crazy and they're going to start fanning the flames of Jewish hate and you're going to watch the church divide, literally. This is going to be the dumbest thing ever. Just keep in mind that Israel's being run by a bunch of evil cabal, right? That's it. And then when we get that straight, everything is good. So don't fall for the traps of bait because there's going to be a ton of them coming up and not dealing with it. I hate these traps. It's deception all over the place. It's Lucifer's hand. Our We will be tested, but we're going to be fine. Just hold that line like I keep saying. Or the captain of the guard, the army, the captain of the Lord of the armies, the host of the army. I can't even say it right. The captain of the Lord of hosts armies. Hold that position which is I am not for you or against you, neither. That position right there, that one. We hold that, we're good. And we stay out of this craziness, which I'm calling the Luciferian pendulum. We, we proclaim holy ground where our feet are, which we can do, by the way, as long as you disconnect from the political non nonsense that's going on. Of course, President Trump has not been arrested yet in spite of all the, he's going to be arrested. He could be, he might be, don't know, but don't play the game, all right? I do want, I'm going to include President Trump in our prayers today, and we're going to include him because I want to see the man come to Jesus. I truly do, because can you imagine what that would do on a global scale? Imagine that. If that if he came out and proclaimed Christ as his Savior and repented, I, I, you would watch the cabal and every demon come manifest in about half a second. It'd be the greatest show on earth, and it would be, I, I would literally enjoy it. It would be fantastic. All right, patriots, it is 11 minutes after the hour. We're going to wage some spiritual warfare, and here we go. Father God, we are here as we come each day, blessed, blessed by your presence, blessed to be here, so humbled to be together in this amazing fellowship that we continue to build, that continues to network across the globe. I just want to begin, Father, by just thanking you for placing us each where we need to be. There's times that that seems like a lonely walk. There's times that the world can seem bigger than us. But as we lean into you, we're reminded by the just beautiful thing that you have us each where you need us right now, in a position to affect influence and to lead the message of the Holy Spirit into the communities. It's fantastic. And we just need to embrace that and realize that we're soldiers in this fight. And as soldiers, we're almost like special operators. We're out here in amongst the people. We're, we're carrying the message of Jesus with us. We're carrying the, the love of the kingdom with us. And with that, we're literally transforming our communities. And as each community is transformed, so goes the world. So, Father, one of the most blessed things that you've given us here in Bards Nation, this global network, 120 countries of listeners, is that each one of us has an important mission 
and that mission is right in our local communities to affect change through the love of Christ. So, Father, we begin today with a prayer to just strengthen the hearts of everybody listening, to know that, one, you're not alone. Two, you, we have the blessing to move forward to bring the word of Christ into the world. Bring, it, bring that light into our communities, the pure light of you, Father. And in so doing, to raise up the inspiration, the excitement, the love of Jesus in our life. And that just comes from getting to know you, experiencing you, feeling you, watching the amazing things that happen that only you can, can bring about. So, Father, we're just praying for that excitement to hit the hearts of the many, to spark that fire that goes within the belly, to proclaim Christ in our, as our Savior, to walk beautifully within the power of the kingdom, to truly just experience our world as a glory and a gift for the time that we're in. Not a burden, not a fear, but just an amazing moment to witness and to be participant in the transformation of the world coming back to you. Maybe not Merrick Garland, but we'll still hope he does. But at least many coming back to you. You know, you never know. Father, we also just want to we just want to pray here today for just a resolute position as we, we know that our president, President Trump, has been surrounded by bad counsel. He's been surrounded by people that believe in transhumanism. We have people that are self-driven, worried about their own careers. This is a man, Father, that whether, however we acknowledge it, has managed to bring in crowds of 60, 80,000 people regularly. And he's at a juncture. And as we can look at this juncture scripturally, we could say he's at the juncture of Samson. We're praying that he doesn't have to walk that path of Samson. Because if he does, that means so goes the nation. So, Father, our prayers today are for those that are there, that are there, the few, that are speaking to his heart to accept Christ as his Savior, to repent and to put himself before this nation as one who is repentant and is going to lead this nation in the glory of you, Father, not the glory of self. We pray for the humbling of President Trump to hear our words, to hear your voice, to hear our prayers, that we want him to come to us humbled. We want, we want to hear a request, a, a, an honesty. We know that looming over him is, is this burden of the vax. I don't care how he got there. We are a people of you, Father. If a, if a person speaks honesty to us, speaks into the body of Christ, and proclaims that they have repented and asks for our forgiveness, we will give it. So, Father, this is an amazing moment. If we can see him do this. And what we know, Father, it doesn't matter where he is. You can affect anything. We know that. So, Father, our prayers are with him right now and for this nation. And in terms of the nation, Father, we are praying for people to humble themselves, to seek fast, to seek prayer, and to humble ourselves before you and to seek repentance as a nation. Our eyes must turn to you. When all eyes turn to you, this nation turns. And we're at a critical hour. 
We need active and powerful pulpits. We need active and powerful voices encouraging people to come forward to you, humble themselves before you, and seek you in and seek you in their lives. Sadly, Father, we know that this is a big challenge. We know there's many people still wandering in this desert, but we also know this, that Gideon was given 300 out of the 20, 30,000, and in the end, it was 300 that destroyed the army. The pure hearts are here, and we are, we are putting ourselves before you. We're repenting today as we do each day necessarily, but today we repent again for any sins unspoken or any sins done. We ask and we pray for our nation. We repent on our behalf for our nation, a nation that has walked away from you, Father. Hear our prayers, Father. Hear our voice. We understand this nation's lost. We, we pray for mercy on this nation, and we pray for the, what is necessary to bring this nation back to you. That may mean that we have to carry greater burdens. And so, Father, we say, send us, send me. We'll carry those burdens. Those burdens that we were told by Christ would happen, that we would be persecuted. We will carry the burdens for what is necessary to steer this nation back from the cliff and to bring this nation back to you. And for those that will join in that true prayer, it is an honest statement of the heart that we understand that that's part of our role that we must do. This is part of embracing the martyrdom in our walk. So, Father, hear our prayers. And for all those that will embrace this prayer, hear all of our prayers collectively. A critical time. Nothing is impossible with you, Father. And so as we face a time of instability, of uncertainty, of people feeling so much is falling out around them, that fear is manifesting in so many different ways. Fear is manifesting in the ways of people clutching on to rigid beliefs in their life, not letting you in. People are closing down because of the instability that's around them, fearful of seeing something that they worship so much fall apart. We pray just for the power of the Holy Spirit to settle into their heart and to have them truly embrace that the, through the Holy Spirit and through your love, anything is conquerable. So guide us in these times, Father. Bless us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, I want to make a comment before I get into some of this stuff about President Trump. And it's a couple of things because I keep getting these comments. God's confusing. I'm not confusing. Here's the deal. I don't worship men, number one. And I would encourage you not to either. I don't give up on President Trump, but I will call him out for the things that I see wrong. That is my duty as a patriot because no man is greater than God and God rests on the throne above this nation. And I will pray for President Trump. I don't care if he's accepted Judaism. It can be overcome through the Holy Spirit. And if a spark ignites a passion within his heart that God can do, he can turn from his ways and put his eyes on Father God. And if we are praying for it and we put our hearts into it, it can happen. We are at a juncture of a nation right now. If he walks the way of Samson, it's going to be a heavy toll we're going to have to pay. Because like it or not, too many people are going to follow that path with him and not follow the path of Jesus. If we can pray into this and if he can turn from his ways and put his eyes on Father God, accept Christ as his Savior, 
he will bring that same mass with him that direction, and this nation will turn. So it is worth the prayers. It is worth the confidence in Father God to do just that. It is equally our duty to never give in to evil. So if evil walks are being made, we must call it out in truth. It's just that simple. So I hope that clarifies that because I get these comments all the time. It's like, well, one moment you're, you're praying for him and one moment you're, you're criticizing him. Yep, I am. Because big burdens and big decisions like the vax have to be atoned for in the public space. But we also know how powerful it is if someone is to repent. And that's incredible. And I hope that he does just that way. I want you to listen to this piece from the film 1923 by Harrison Ford. There's this theory that these scientists came up with after studying tribes in India and Africa, South America. The smaller tribes didn't have any government, didn't need any. They could sit down and talk out their problems, decide where to plant crops, to hunt. It was just a big family, really. But when the number of people got up around 500, if there wasn't any government, the strongest people would take advantage of the weakest. Every time, without fail, they would enslave, rape, steal, enrich their lives at the expense of other people's lives. Government's men's way of trying to control our behavior, but it can't be controlled. That's what we are. Sooner or later, the kind of people that would enrich themselves at your expense will use the government to do it. And mark my words, one day they'll create laws to control what we say, how we think. They'll outlaw our right to disagree if we let them. And we can't let them. Patriots, this is such a truthful statement in film. Hollywood does this always. They tell you truth in film. And it's on, on point here. It's a couple of things that are worth taking away from that clip. Number one, make big cities, which you're hearing them talk about a lot, big mega cities, big, heavy, burdensome cities with everything interconnected. All of that is is knowing that as you collect people into big spaces, there will be more crime, there will be more problems, and therefore more reason and excuse for them to implement complete and total digital monitoring and control. It's all part of their plan to subdue the people. The other thing that we hear all the time is this public-private partnership, which is nonsense. But what it is is that they are aligning with the corporate powers to work this massive enslavement model. Hence, again, Big corporate must be collapsed by people working with small businesses and buying local to break the connectedness and dominance of corporate in our lives. Take a listen to this. This is another little glimpse. Well, you know there was a massive push and has been a massive push for legalizing marijuana or pot. But this is darker than most people realize. Take a listen. So I live in Colorado now, which was the first state to legalize pot. And what we discovered was that, yes, you solve some problems and you bring a lot of money in for the government, but it has criminalized a lot of economic activity in Colorado because think about what happened with pot. It's still controlled from a financial point of view at the federal level. So banks won't touch it. 
So all the pot dispensaries have a walk-in safe where they keep all the cash. So the Federal Reserve is like, this is, this is a theft issue. We can't allow this to happen. So what we're going to do is we're going to hire out a bunch of armored cars, and we're going to send these to these pot dispensaries after hours. And with armored guards, we're going to come in and we're going to take all your cash. We're going to take it back to the Federal Reserve Building. We're going to count it and give you a digital deposit. The Sinaloa cartel's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this right. The Federal Reserve of the United States of America is now in the business of money laundering. Count us in. And so now they are laundering their money through the pot industry of Colorado. People that continue to support this legalization of marijuana are missing the bigger picture. It's all about money and not money in a good way. People are being sold in their communities like, oh, you can get high anytime you want. Don't worry about that. We're going to just put a little tax on it. That's not about it. This is literally about the cartels working with the globalist cabals to launder money in the open using drug dispensaries of marijuana. That's what this is all about and has been about from the very beginning. Now, for those of you that like to swing by Starbucks or some other coffee place and get a coffee with a plastic lid, you might think again. Take a listen to this. So why am I taking the lid off my coffee? Yes, it's a hassle, but I don't want the plastic. This is plastic. And then you're drinking hot, hot coffee through this and you're getting a shot of BPA, which can act as an estrogen mimicker in your body, which can screw up your hormonal axis and balance, as well as disrupt your gut microbiome. So avoid the plastic lids. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I don't know how many people enjoy getting an estrogen boost as they take a sip of a quad shot or something. Not me. I'll tell you that right now. Joe Rogan has a great piece here on plant-based food. For those of you that are thinking that somehow vegetarian or vegan is the right way instead of a protein-based meat animal diet. Take a listen. And all those people were saying plant-based meat is the future, like the f*** it is. It's really bad for you. Not only that, it's monocrop agriculture, which is terrible for the land. It's terrible for living creatures. If one life equals one life, you're way better off buying cows and eating cows than you are buying corn. Because in order to grow a stalk of corn, a lot of shit has to die. And you're controlling enormous swaths of land with only one crop that is totally unnatural doesn't exist anywhere in nature and in order to do that you have to poison everything else if you want to buy plant-based food and plant-based meat you're supporting monocrop agriculture industrialized farming and you're supporting very unhealthy food do you know who got that to joe rogan i'd laugh about this that was ted nugent that brought that whole argument up and now rogan has made it part of his mantra good job ted and Thank goodness Rogan was listening. That's what I would say. Patriots, if you're really wondering the state of where we are, let me give you this. This is Yuri Bezmenov. Bezmenov. He was a KGB agent. He's, you can look him up on YouTube, Yuri Bezmenov. I'll do some more work on him in the coming week. But this man understands exactly where the U.S. is going through right now. And it's worth a reminder because we are literally at a critical moment in our history all alarm sirens should be going off, and the strongest fight in this should be the pulpit. So here you go. Understand what's going on around you. You are not living at the time of peace. You are in a state of war, and you have precious little time to save yourself. 
I know it sounds unpleasant. I know Americans don't like to listen to things which are unpleasant. I have come to talk about survival. It's a question of survival. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it. Exposure to true information does not matter anymore. You, you can see it with your own eyes. Actually, it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would would even dream of such a tremendous success. No one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community and their country. I am now in your boat. You don't have much time, especially if you are talking about young generation. The, the time bomb is ticking. With every second, the disaster is coming closer and closer. Patriots, I would encourage you to look him up on YouTube, Yuri Bezmenov. He has amazing pieces there, great interviews that he did after he defected to the United States. And I would send that to every pastor you know and have them listen to this. I'm telling you, the power of where we have to affect change is going to be at the pulpit We're, and, it, and local. So pulpit and local, they go together, right? This is where our big change is. We have to awaken the many. And the greatest force in the world to fight are Christians. It's why they are working so hard to suppress the voice and to neuter the power of the Christians. We can't let that happen. Part of what we have here is an awakened mass that's distributed globally. Think about how powerful an army that is, and we're one of many. We're not the only one. But each one of us has an important responsibility to carry forward now and start speaking truth to power. This is a good source if you're looking for a way to help wake people up or red pill them. Yuri Bezmenov, incredible voice in this time because he's so on point with where we are. And he said this back in the 80s, I believe, or even maybe 70s. It's amazing. So, Patriots, I'll see you tonight. We have a great interview tonight, and it's it's going to be just another good voice of someone following the, the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll enjoy it. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion 
that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 